Now at that time, Michael, the great prince who stands guard over the sons of your people, will arise, and there will be a time of distress such as never occurred since there was a nation until that time. And at that time, your people, everyone who is found written in the book, will be rescued. Daniel 12, 1. All right, once again, ladies and gentlemen, it is I, your host, Paul Markle, and we're back with another Legion of Michael, and you saw the title, Who is the Harlot of Babylon? We're going to talk a little bit about Revelations today and uh, about the coming tribulations, but welcome to the Legion of Michael. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you to everyone who uh, who took the time to leave a review or to share this during the last week, and if you didn't, shame on you. Go ahead and get it done. And uh, what we want you guys to do is to join the Legion of Michael. If you go to legionofmichael.com, super simple, you can sign up for the distance learning program or you can go to amazon.com and buy the book. Either way, either way, uh, you can be a part of our group and learn and grow. All right, let's go ahead and get into uh, a lot of you Christians out there, a lot of faithful people have probably been paying attention to the world and you're thinking, you know, We've had hard times before, and we've had wars before, and we've been, you know, kind of excited about it before. But we always felt, at least in my lifetime, in my lifetime, in the during the previous wars, we felt like even if we were fighting a war in a foreign land or what have you, that at very least our government or our country was united, and or we were together. Or at very least, they cared about the future of the nation. And if you look today, if you pay attention to the world and you and you have an honest conversation with yourself, you look to uh, Washington, D.C., and you have to say, do the people who live there and inhabit that city really care about the United States of America and the people of the United States of America? Or do they only care about themselves? Do they only care about their own power? I don't know. You can answer that question for yourself. Uh, it's it's a difficult time in which we're living. Forces are aligning against us to enslave us. The United States of America is the only. It's we're the last hope for any freedom or liberty, individual freedom or liberty on the planet. Every other country has devolved into communism or socialism, or just a straight up dictatorship. Let's go to the Book of Revelations. Revelation 17, 5, and upon her forehead a name was written, a mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and of the abominations of the earth. Now, some people say, well, you know, that that, that refers to an individual person, but Babylon obviously was the capital of Babylonia. Uh, it was the capital city of Babylonia, and it when people say Babylon, do they mean a specific city? Do they mean a region? Do they mean a country? Let's go ahead and, and dive into Revelations chapter 18 and uh, see what it says in there. 
And I'm going to read from the uh, New American Standard Version for you guys. Uh, the title of the chapter is uh, Babylon Has Fallen. This is Revelations 18. After these things, and remember, Revelations is the, the revelation or the revealing to John, to the Apostle John, of the future, of the coming uh, of Christ, the second coming of Christ, essentially the end of days and what was going to happen. And, and it was given to him to tell us. After these things, I saw another angel, angel coming down from heaven, having great authority, and the earth was illuminated from his glory. And he cried out with a mighty voice, saying, Fallen! Fallen is Babylon the great. She has become a dwelling place for demons and a prison of every unclean spirit and a prison of every unclean and hateful bird. For all the nations have fallen because of the wine of the passion of her sexual immorality. And the kings of the earth have committed acts of sexual immorality with her. And the merchants of the earth have become rich from the excessive wealth of her luxury. I have heard another voice from I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, so that you may not participate in her sins and receive any of her plagues. For her sins have piled up high as heaven, and God has remembered her offenses. Pay her back even as she paid, as she has paid, and Give back to her double according to her deeds in the cup which she has mixed. Mix twice as much for her. To the extent that she glorified herself and lived luxuriously, to the same extent give her torment and mourning. For she says in her heart, I sit as a queen and I am not a widow and never and will never see mourning. And that's with a U, mourning with a U. For this reason, in one day her plagues will come, plague and mourning and famine, and she will be burned up with fire, for the Lord God judges her, who judges her is strong. Who is, what is, where is the modern Babylon? That's a great question. Is the modern Babylon the United States of America as a country, as a nation? Is modern Babylon, is it Washington, D.C.? I think we can make a strong case for that. When we say the sins and immoralities and luxuriousness, look at those who inhabit the capital city of the United States of America. They have filled themselves with sin and immorality and luxuriousness. They have stolen our money and what money they could not steal from us, they have borrowed or printed or just created for themselves. They have set up graft and greed and corruption so that they could, well, fill their own pockets. They have embraced acts of sexual immorality. Do we need to, how, how many times do we need to bring this up? Anyone who says, no, that's not true, is not really paying attention. Now, much could be said for the country of the United States. It could certainly be said for Europe. Uh, though I don't know if this they're talking about Europe here, because Europe, I believe, is is essentially gone. Europe has fallen into a state of socialist slavery, and uh, they have no autonomy. They have no individualism now. They're all they're, the European Union has turned the people of the country into a group of socialist slaves. But in the United States of America, we still have a choice, though. However, we we have a choice. 
whether to participate in what the book of Revelations calls luxuriousness and immorality. And it said, I thought it was interesting that it says, and the merchants of the earth have become rich for the excessive wealth of her luxury. Wow. How many companies, businesses, people go to Washington, D.C. so they can get on the dole, so they can get on that good government program, so they can get those good government contracts. Because the government, the money from the government never runs out. They never run out of money. You might run out of money. Your neighbors might run out of money, but they never do. They will never run out of money. The wine of her passion and sexual immorality. But what is going to happen to the whore of Babylon, the harlot of Babylon, the prostitute, depending on which version you read, whether it's King James Version or New American Standard or New Living or whatever, some versions use the term harlot, some use prostitute, but it's all the same. Let's go to Revelations 18, verse 21. It says, Then a strong angel picked up a stone like a great millstone and threw it into the sea, saying, So will Babylon, the great city, be thrown down with violence and will never be found again. And the sound of the harpists, musicians, flute players, and trumpeters will never be heard in you again. And no craftsman of any crafts shall ever be found in you again. And the sound of a mill will never be heard in you again. And the light of a lamp will never shine in you again. And the voice of the groom and the bride will never be heard again. For your merchants were the powerful people of earth because all the nations were deceived by your witchcraft. And in her was found the blood of the prophets and of the saints and of all who have been slaughtered on the earth. Pretty powerful words. Don't know if uh, if you've read Revelations lately, but uh, you should uh, get in there and read that. Let's go to Revelations 21.8, considering, you know, wh- who is... Where is the harlot of Babylon? Who is the harlot of Babylon? The whore, the prostitute of Babylon? Is it the United States of America as a whole? Is it our capital city, Washington, D.C.? I think there certainly could be a strong argument made for that. Revelations 21.8. But for the cowardly and unbelieving and abominable and murders and immoral persons and sorcerers and idolaters and all the liars... There will be in the lake, uh, their part will be in the lake that burns with fire and brimstone, which is their second death. Those who laugh at us, those who make fun of us, those who attempt to silence us, those in the government, whether it's a government bureaucracy or an elected bureaucracy, who attempt to silence us, who attempt to persecute Christians, Christian florists, Christian photographers, Christian bakers, whoever it might be, attempt to persecute them who have persecuted them and imprisoned them and silenced them and punished them. There is a judgment coming for them. There is a judgment coming for those who are immoral, the idolaters, the abominable, the immoral persons, the cowardly, the liars. Let's see, the inhabitants of the city of Washington, D.C., cowardly, check, abominable, check, murderers, check, immoral persons, check, idolaters and liars, check, check, check. 
Their part will be in the lake that burns with fire and brimstone, which is a second death. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a serious business that we're talking about here. We have rulers, we have people in our nation who act and believe as if they have no one to which they need to answer. That they only, they worship man, they worship themselves. Which truly, if, you, if they worship themselves and they worship the, the crafts and the products and they worship money, they worship those things which they have crafted with their own hands, by doing that, by worshiping money and worshiping the product of their own hands, they, they worship their own power. They are so impressed by themselves. At the end of the day, what are they truly worshiping? They've truly given themselves over to Satan. Now, I'm not going to read you the entire book of Revelations. There's, we should all know about the, the accepting the mark of the beast. We talked about that last week. Those who have turned their, their souls, their hearts, their lives over to Satan, who believed the lies and worshiped the liars, we know some of these people in our lives. There will be a judgment. You know, denying judgment and denying God, denying the truth does not make it so. But they're so wrapped up. They're so impressed by themselves and their, the works of their own hands. They're so impressed by their own power and their ability to deceive and manipulate the masses. They're impressed by the power that they've given themselves that allows them to persecute. It allows them to persecute you and I and other Christians and people of faith. It allows them to silence anyone who speaks out against them. But we will not remain silent forever. And there is a judgment coming. And we need to prepare ourselves. We need to prepare our families. We need to prepare our church and Christian community for that. Because, ladies and gentlemen, the harlot of Babylon, whether it is the United States of America or Washington, D.C., and I think that Washington, D.C., ladies and gentlemen, you can, you can uh, debate me on this if you want to, uh, but it is the bullseye. It is the X-ring. It is the target. It is going to be the target for the wrath that comes, for the immorality, the corruption, the theft, the idolaters who worshipped. They worship their own power. They worship money. They worship that which they have created with their own hands, and they're so impressed by themselves. There is going to be a judgment that comes to them. And fear not. I know that every day you're inundated, you're blasted from every angle with hate and discontent and corruption, and you feel frustrated. I know it. I feel it. I'm there with you. But understand this. You don't need to be. At the end of the day, it's as simple as this. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever shall believeth in him shall not perish but have eternal life. It's, it's really, it comes down to that. And if you are in that crowd, if you are a part of that, if that applies to you, I really like the Kim, King James Version. He said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's it. Does that apply to you? Does that 
check. Is that me? Is that you or is that not you? And if that is you, then you do not need to fear these idolaters and these immoral persons and these murderers and the people who have set themselves up and on their thrones and given themselves power to punish you and silence you and threaten you. You need not fear them. They need to be. They are the ones that should be afraid. These evil, immoral, abominable people who set themselves up as our masters and our rulers who believe that they can give us commands. They can command us what to think and what to say, what not to say. They think they can shut down our churches and silence us. They believe they've been given that power, and maybe Satan has given them that power, but it's not going to last. It's not going to last, ladies and gentlemen. A year ago, I I do this for myself. (laughs) Uh, A year ago... I uh, I posted something on on the fascist book on the Facebook page and and uh, as many of you know you, you get these little memories and it said one year ago you posted this and one year ago uh, I posted the following verse and it's a verse from Ecclesiastes and I thought that it fit perfectly with what we're dealing with today in our modern world like I said like a lot of you you get frustrated and and you feel depressed and and angry and you're like god why have you allowed all of this terrible stuff why have you allowed all these terrible things to happen in our world why have you allowed evil men and women to rule over us why and in ecclesiastes uh, our buddy solomon he's like calm down sit down children in ecclesiastes book 12 verses 13 and 14 it says Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. That's pretty much it. It's really not that complicated. People will tell you, how many times have people told you, oh, you don't understand. It's too complex. It's too complicated. It's just, it's more complicated than your little brain can can understand. That's Satan. That is the work of Satan. When someone says to you, oh, you can't understand. It's just, it's more complicated than that. That is Satan trying to confuse you. That is Satan trying to cause doubt in your heart. And you don't need to doubt. You don't need to be confused. You don't need to fear. Because what did Solomon remind us? All the way back in the book of Ecclesiastes, Solomon reminded us, fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment. Full stop. Beginning and end of sentence. For God shall bring every work into judgment. That's right. The judgment will happen. It will come. Those who have set themselves up as our masters, as our rulers, whether it's the World Economic Forum or you know the Washington, D.C., wherever it is, these people have set themselves up as our judges, as our commanders, as our rulers, those who would silence us, those who would uh, attempt to persecute us. But fear not. Fear not. For God so loved the world that he gave 
his only begotten Son, that whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's all. It co- that's it. It's no more. It's no more difficult than that. You just have to push away all of that frustration and that confusion that Satan is constantly trying to trip you up with. Push it away. Return to the Word of God. It's right there. Everything you need is there. And I'm just here to remind you. That's my job is to speak the words into this black carbon steel microphone and remind you of that. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right for us. I don't know how it's going to be for Babylon, the mother of all harlots, the mother of all prostitutes, the whore of Babylon. Uh, Things are not looking, the future's not looking good for those who have set themselves up as earthly kings and rulers, the idolaters, the abominable, immoral persons, the murderers. Yeah, it's not looking good for them, but it's looking good for you and I. And all we can do is is spread the word. And if they reject it, then they reject it on their own, and you've done your job. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for being with me. I hope that you get into the Legion of Michael program, whether it's the distance learning program or whether you just pick up the book or whatever you need to do. Share this with your friends. Share it with your family. Now is the time to secure your church family, to secure your Christian community. Support one another because we're going to need support from each other. God knew that. That's why he commanded us to gather together in a communal setting because he knew that there were going to be times that we needed each other. And what did he say? Where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there with them. That's all you need. Two or three are gathered in my name, I am there with them. Ha, <laughs> ha, Oh, it's all there. I tell you what, people are like, I don't know the answers. <laughs> You're not looking hard enough. The answers are right there in front of your face. Yes, indeed. All right, as we, will all, as we always do, and I want to do it today, we're going to close out with the warrior's prayer because, ladies and gentlemen, you need to hear these words. You need to believe these words. You need to take them to heart. Lord, I come before you seeking the strength and skill to overcome my enemies. Grant me, I pray, the wisdom to recognize evil, the courage to confront it, and the strength to destroy it. In Jesus' name I pray this. Amen.